0: but I do have a New Year's resolution show-specific, well, life life in general, but very show-specific as well, Uh, to be more positive. We're going to be more positive (laughs) in 2019. Welcome to Yak Sports, your Augusta County sports podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Yak Sports Podcast. I'm Joe Deck. Lila McRae is with me as usual, and we are back after the Christmas season, right before the 2020 year begins. Uh, We're going to release this actually tonight after we record it, so it gets up there. People can listen to it on New Year's Eve if they want to close out their 2019 or to start their 2020, however they prefer to listen but Leland let's go ahead and start by talking about things going on in Augusta County and let's start it with basketball basketball has finally gotten underway with football season being over for everyone the basketball teams are starting to get into swing uh full swing here Riverheads they did something they haven't have done before and that's beat Alta Vista
1: yeah it was according to the message boards they were oh and seven versus Alta Vista I'm pretty sure my high school career ended in basketball. And when I say my high school career for basketball, I just had a really nice front row seat for a lot of basketball games. And I got to wear the same clothes as the people playing. Uh, but I'm pretty sure we played Alta Vista in that last game that, uh, that we uh, played in. And, uh, but yeah, 0 and 7 against Alta Vista. And I'm not sure if that, I guess that includes the game that I played in uh, too long ago. Now that was uh 2000, three so we're talking way too long 16 years ago so yeah great good for the basketball team to kind of get going with a great start five and oh start they had to play a bunch of games in these last two weeks uh they've kind of caught up with everybody on games played and they're five and oh so uh congratulations the gladiators getting you know getting going after starting late but uh, other teams doing well too i'm really impressed with buffalo gap five and one they also beat alta vista according to the same message board and um it was, you know, good for Buffalo Gap. This is a team that was winless just a couple years ago, two or three years ago. It might have just been two years ago. They were winless. I think they were shut out in the first half against Fort Defiance like two years ago, three years ago. So they have really turned it around. And they've had some coaching changes, and I, I'm not so sure the coaching changes are the the only reason. I think they just have better guys playing has, have been a big help. But, you know, good for the Bison to get out and get rolling. And then then you look at Seward's draft and Wilson. Those are probably two other teams that people thought, not sure where they'll be. Not great starts out of either one of them. Two and three for Seward's draft to start the season. Wilson, one and three. And I'm not sure if that's all their games they played. I, they've had a very rough start. Uh, Fort Defiance also with a rough start. Uh, and then Stanton, not with the start they're looking for at two and three. So the uh, Gap and Riverheads, the only teams with winning records right now, according to the standings on the, on the county website, on the district website. And, and good starts by, by Riverheads and uh, Buffalo Gap.
0: Waynesboro off to a hot start, too, uh, which is yeah. great because Coach Diggs right now out for health reasons, and obviously we're hoping he ends up being yeah. fine and gets better. But it's great to see Waynesboro uh, responding to some real, real adversity uh, by not having their coach, and they're off to a great 5-0 and start.
1: Yeah, and you like to see that. A lot of programs at Waynesboro right now, um, I know their girls' basketball barely has enough kids to play. And yeah. uh, so you like to see some positive news somewhere athletically over there. And uh, you definitely have it there. The girls basketball not not faring near as well. They're winless to start the season. But the guys starting out five and oh, that's good. Uh, I'm sure 1240 will have some Waynesboro games on the radio this year because they're, they're looking to be competitive in the Valley District. and We all know Valley District's a tough district. You got Spotswood. Uh, Broadway's improved, Ta Straw and Harrison. I mean, just all the usual teams up there. Uh, so Waynesboro will be trying to make a place in there, but good for them getting wins here early in the season against you know some of our local teams, some of our Augusta County teams, but also teams like Fluvena and Monticello, teams that I think Waynesboro has been taking losses in these last recent years. So an improvement, and then just under the umbrella of you know concerns for their coach and uh, an uncertainty, you know how his health is doing. Just great stuff out of Waynesboro.
0: Yeah, and. uh, Leland, moving on to the girls' side now, Wilson, they've lost to T.A. And Spotswood, Fort right now, doing pretty good on the girls' side. Their only loss is to T.A. Uh, Buffalo Gap, I mean, you mentioned the boys' team, but the Buffalo Gap girls looking pretty good as well.
1: And they're not too far removed from a state run Mm -hmm. uh, to the state final. And so they're used to the success on the girls' side of basketball. Uh, They just kind of took a year or two off there. But, you know, but Fort Defiance with a strong start, which they do traditionally have solid girls basketball. Maybe not top-notch, but definitely very competitive in the Valley District. They kind of kept hitting that wall in the Valley District of Spotswoods and and uh TAs. Maybe playing in the Shenandoah district, they can, you know, kind of be above that, but then they're still gonna get dumped back into three A. But we'll worry about regions later. Uh they started out strong and that's good. And uh, you know, everybody kind of fair to decent starts there you know about even or or, uh, just sort of being even on the season so uh, the girls basketball in this area has been good though you know Riverheads made a deep run last year like I said Fort Defiance is usually pretty strong Wilson I mean my goodness they've been uh, deep and deep in the playoffs a lot of times again they will be going to 3A playoffs uh, this year so it'll be interesting to see how everything falls out but uh, good starts by Fort Defiance on the girls side
0: you have a little high school wrestling news as well, and I'll I'll toss it over to you for that because you know uh, <laughs> full disclosure I haven't been in the area the last two weeks, so I'll, I'll toss it over to Leland for some yeah, wrestling it's, talk.
1: It's just and honestly, it's just what I've seen on Twitter. Um, I just I've I've missed uh, I miss Tom, man. I miss his coverage and his uh, constant telling us what's going on, even even personal text of, of, of what he's seeing. Uh, but Riverheads with a good start to the season. Uh, um, they did really good in the Big Orange tournament. Uh, They had three guys win their weight class, uh, Robeson, Triple C, uh, Cody Cash, four guys, and Lane Cash. So a lot of guys, Triple C, that's the coolest nickname. Uh, I guess that's uh, Camden Cash, if I'm remembering right. So um, it's just they have good wrestlers over there, and they were deep in the state last year. I think they they just lost to Rule Retreat last year in the state. Well, they just barely lost to them at this big orange tournament too. And that's a tournament, I believe, at William Bird, and it has a bunch of three a two a schools just a bunch of and a good three a and two a rural retreat and riverheads were finished one two in it so that's a good sign for those two teams you know going into the season of, of how they'll compete at the state level and i think it's just going to be we're just gonna be looking at those two teams as you go through now you know you have you have bumps along the way regions and and they can be tough but Riverheads has been very strong i would expect them to be go deep again Uh, Wilson and Gap they should be solid this year I was looking at their schedule and they have some opportunity coming up I know there's a Strasburg tournament I think Wilson's playing in I think that one will tell you a lot for what Wilson and Wilson's a team they beat Riverheads in the district last year and then Riverheads went on to win the region and go deep in the state so good wrestling in the area and I think we'll see that again this year
0: yeah well that will be great um moving on to college football uh we won't do a serious breakdown in the national championship for FBS or FCS because we got some time. So we'll just focus on the semifinal games that happened. LSU destroyed Oklahoma. That game was over early and by halftime, LSU was setting playoff records.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was just, I mean, they had 40 some in the first half mm-hmm. and just, it was over. So, I mean, I think everybody knew it. Everybody was saying there was only two or three teams in this playoff. A week ago, uh, I think even in the first half of uh, the second semifinal game, people were still were still saying there was only two teams in this uh tournament. then Clemson woke up. but I you know Oklahoma was just outclassed. class. They're just not at that point, and it was whatever team got into that four spot. I don't I saw some people start questioning, well, why was Oklahoma in there? No,
0: it didn't Oklahoma
1: was the right team, and it didn't matter who was in that spot. LSU was going to smoke them,
0: yeah, no, I agree. Utah would have gotten smoked, Oregon would have gotten smoked, yeah. Ah, uh, Georgia did get smoked when they played them in the SEC championship. Alabama would have gotten smoked, so it, it didn't matter. LSU was on a different level than everyone else, and if they play like that, um, well, we're not going to talk about it. So, um,
1: well, I mean, yeah, Joe Burrow's really good. Keep, people keep making that point about LSU. Well, they're just going to run over Clemson. Uh, we're talking about Clemson game. Clemson beat Ohio State. Uh, they were they got down, but they came back. They played them tough. You had some referee uh, refereeing calls that you kind of questioned. None of them were that blatant that I that I'm too torn up about it. Um, but no. Clemson hasn't been challenged a lot this year. They just beat Ohio State, and Ohio State looked great. And up and at, at halftime of that game, everybody was saying Ohio State maybe should have been number one. You know, maybe or, or up like they were arguing mm-hmm. between LSU and Ohio State. Well, Clemson just beat them, so you got to give Clemson some respect. Get them in that one game against LSU. Give them 17 days to prepare for it. And I, I think it could be a good game. If it's going to be a blowout, it ain't going to be Clemson winning. But we got time to break that down next week. But uh, I liked that game. It ended fun. Um, I kind of, that was all the football I saw was about oh the fourth quarter gosh. of that game. And it, it was it was good. It was fun.
0: Yeah, I watched that game. And I watched the LSU-Oklahoma game, too. And, and that game, I you know, was when I lost interest in quick. Because once LSU goes up three scores, I'm like, all right, well, Oklahoma's yeah. not coming back from this. So. Uh, you know, you just kind of have it on while you're talking to family. And then the Ohio state Clemson game was a fantastic ball game. And I know Ohio state's mad about that fumble scoop and score that got taken away. It was ruled. Ha, he didn't make a, a football movie. I, I don't it. even care. Uh, Ohio state. You want to know where you lost the game? Three red zone possessions, yeah. no touchdowns. That's where you lost the game.
1: Drop the ball while you're standing in the end zone. You're yeah. going to
0: lose. You're going to lose. Because and, it's a good team. Yeah. And Justin Fields is a great quarterback. And I Look, I don't know whose fault it is on that interception. I don't know if it's the receiver because he went the other way or if he was supposed to keep going the route or if Justin Fields was supposed to recognize that and throw it a different way. I don't know. But frankly, Clemson did what they had to do, and and I'm excited about that matchup. I think Clemson LSU is going to be great. Ed Orgeron has proven himself to be a very, very good football coach, and Dabo Sweeney obviously has proven that with what he's done there at Clemson. So I'm looking for a great you know clash, meeting of the minds there.
1: I hope so. I hope it's a great game. I really do. I, 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 you know, I was down on Dabo and I got, I'm just tired of his coach speak, is what it really is. I, you know, it's jealousy and tired of his coach speak. I'm jealous that Virginia tech isn't this team in the ACC that's just dominating, (laughs) but I'm got to get used to that. Don't I? Yeah. But then just Dabo (laughs) with the, well, I don't even know where we're ranked. Well, the day before you were complaining about where you're ranked. now, you're saying you don't even know where you're ranked. Like and your job is to know where you're ranked. Your job is to be ranked and and go in the playoffs. And so you should know. Like it's you like you're not doing your job if you don't know where you're ranked. So I just got tired of Dabo's talk. But when I'm sitting down looking at this game and I see Ohio State on there, I was back to cheering for Clemson. I I I just I don't like yeah, Ohio State.
0: Right. I, I don't and, know why that is. I before it was easy. I, I didn't like Jim Trestle, and I didn't like Urban Meyer. But now they don't have either one. I don't really know who their coach is. I couldn't tell you who their coach is. Gun to my head, my head would get blown off. But (laughs) I I could not guess it.
1: Don't put any guns near your head.
0: But (laughs) what I'm saying is I I just – I still found myself rooting against Ohio State because I was like, oh, God, I don't want them to win. Ew.
1: It's just – there's a different brand of confidence there. All these teams are cocky. All these teams are perennial top contenders. I mean – Oklahoma's been in this playoff how many times? LSU's always knocking on the door <laughs> yeah, if they're not L4. in it. Clemson's <laughs> won what two out of the last three, and like I mean that. they're right back in the championship game. They're all very confident. I, I'm not saying confidence is bad. It's just Ohio State has a different brand of confident. It's just I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. So yeah, I definitely wasn't cheering for them, and I guess I just don't look at them any different than I look at the Urban Meyer team because I mean that guy was an assistant on the team. They just kind of handed over the reins. So it's it just true. seems more of the same to me.
0: But it's a good thing Clemson won that game because the ACC has not had a great bowl season.
1: Yeah, well, like when Miami Whoa. doesn't show up to play football. Whoa. I mean, what are they doing?
0: They got what shut they out doing? by Louisiana Tech. Whoa!
1: Oh, I mean, like that's what I said. Every quarterback uh, on the roster I was somebody played. Somebody about that. I was like, did you see that game they played Louisiana? Not tech. Louisiana State University. <laughs> yeah, it's not LSU. Like, and I couldn't even tell you. Like, at the moment, I was like, "Was it Louisiana or Louisiana Tech or
0: Louisiana? Was it Tech, even
1: Tulane? I don't know." The Bulldogs.
0: <laughs> like, <who> was it <laughs> alma mater of Teddy uh, Terry Bradshaw? Um, yeah, but
1: good, good for them for the big win. But Miami, that was embarrassing. <sighs> uh, apparently, he's dumping his whole coaching staff. You know, it's good after one year to eight. just unload everybody. Means you're headed in the right direction. That coaching gonna last long there.
0: I was gonna say they could dump him. and I think fans would be okay. They got shut out.
1: Well, you know, the 20 that show up to every game, you know, they I just I have no I don't feel bad for that fan base. No, you know, there is there is a part of me that I have friends. I mean, I have people that I do care about that are UVA fans. And when they are terrible for years and years, I don't feel bad for the program. But like these friends that like don't like are Redskins fans and UVA fans, I'm like, God, they don't have anything in football to be happy about. I do have like Miami fans I have nothing no Miami fan I don't if you wear a Miami shirt I just laugh at you your team I love it when they're terrible I love it when they lose and still somehow they'll be ranked in the top 2 on the coastal next year and because they everybody just drinks the drinks the potion every year mm-hmm. that oh Miami added this guy and this guy no that's the team right there they don't show up for uh, any random game I mean any game can happen and they won't they won't show up to play
0: I kind of wanted Pitt to lose to Eastern Michigan too. I really don't like Pat Narduzzi. I don't like
1: that. I hate Narduzzi. I know we. I got comments about how much we hate Narduzzi from our previous podcast. Uh, really? Maybe, maybe we weren't fair, but I don't like him, and I'll I'll stand by it. I didn't back okay. off at all. I said I. I didn't I notice the, the comments said, were they compared. sent to
0: you privately.
1: <laughs> it was in in person. Oh. <laughs> a lot of in-person review from our on-air whether podcast or radio in the last couple weeks and uh, including the words brutal and uh brutal uh takedown and that was on narduzzi i mean that's fun i i take all this i like the interaction i'd like it on twitter and i'll respond to it the same i didn't back off narduzzi at all i reiterated my point i love that mike herndon had his opportunity in college football Mm -hmm. playing from riverheads and going to play there and narduzzi was a part of that great but that's where my line ends with Narduzzi. I do yeah, I not like appreciate how he acts on the sideline, his comments after games, just so much that I see I don't like. It's fine for other people to like him. He ain't for me.
0: Speaking of feedback before we move on, I noticed uh, the clock operator got a little defense on Twitter. I am guessing you got some poor clock operator feedback on the radio <laughs> well, that was side. was brutal, yeah. <laughs> that was the brutal one? Yeah. Well, I mean, again, just be better. It's not a hard job. Um, well, if,
1: uh, you're, I mean, I know we already said we're recording Monday night. The UVA football versus Florida is happening right now. And uh, the last update I had that UVA was losing and that made me smile. Uh, but the clock up, op- the, the whole first quarter ended and they were still lining up, ready to go. And like Steve Levy's like, are they really going to let them run this play? Like five seconds went by with the clock at zero. So it's not necessarily a clock operator, but it was a clock. Uh, yeah that clock operator did his error, job that's the so, officials
0: yeah. not looking at the clock how hard is <laughs> yeah. that
1: so it's it's see the problem that's the problem with the clock operator at Salem it's it spreads it's a virus
0: see hope you're happy people defending the clock operator
1: another thing that I I'm gonna say we I know you don't like it
0: mm-hmm.
1: all these bowl games that are happening like we're gonna have a good night of football to, or, or tonight it's fine mm-hmm. it's the orange bowl I don't like the teams in it, but that's fine. Sure. Then tomorrow we have Virginia Tech playing, and then we got other good games on New Year's Eve, like normal New Year's Day. We have just the good the good bowl games. Get back down to the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl at night. Great, but then all of a sudden on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday we got the Birmingham Bowl and the Gator Bowl on Thursday, the Idaho Potato Bowl on Friday, and the Armed Forces Bowl the on Gator Saturday. The Gator Bowl has what some are
0: prestige bowl games. The Gator Bowl has some prestige. Get it
1: done on New Year's Day. Why are these games happening after the Rose Bowl? Like because Sugar Bowl. People like will New watch Year's it. Day should be it. Get these games, find T V windows before New Year's to get these minor bowl games out of the way. I hate these minor bowl games. This late. I didn't love it when they spread all the BCS games out after New Year's Day with like the Sugar Bowl two days after New Year's Day. I just get rid of them. The, the reason they're doing this is because they have a lot of time to fill until the national championship yeah. game. That's not for another two weeks. I mm-hmm. don't understand why that's the case. I don't understand why it's not a week from Monday.
0: I don't I get it. I agree.
1: So, and that's why they're filling this time with the Mobile Bowl next Monday. Next Monday night, we should Mobile. watch the national championship. Or that's not this. That is this Monday. But still, we shouldn't be waiting this long for the national championship because so we don't need Louisiana and Miami of Ohio playing on January 6th. They got to fix this i know they want to play all these bowl games on their own window so no other bowl games. the only way you can get you know so you get all the ratings no one else can watch another game you figure it out make make people deal with it you know put the gator bowl on the afternoon i don't mind on new year's day when you have those games starting like every hour because then they're ending every hour and you have like good finish you know hopefully good finish or two through there and you can catch what you want you don't every bowl game doesn't need its own particular window, especially those first ones that first weekend, uh, December 17th, when they're playing all these teams that just aren't that good. You can get some of the three of these bowl games knocked out then. I, don't, I hate it. I don't I don't like it at all.
0: Well, it's because people are going to watch it. The most upsetting part is that they put the Idaho potato bowl in the middle of the day. So I won't be able to watch it. The Nevada, Ohio game. I and mean, that's going to be a barn burner there in Boise.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to watch
0: it either. Well, I yeah, because you be I don't working, mind
1: but. during bowl weeks that they have games during the day. That doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you, and that's fine. But it just shouldn't be happening after New Year's. It should have happened a Friday before. Like, Put it at it night when I can
0: watch it. I mean, that's when, right? That's why we're having these games is so people can watch it so they have something to watch.
1: I assume there's something else on Friday evening that no. is keeping them from having that at 7.
0: The Mandalorian's over. There's nothing. <laughs>
1: We will break down the national championship. Uh, oh no, we got to talk about our bowl games. Oh, I'll finish my thought. We're going to do the national championships next week. We have two of them to cover next week because they still have another week out for all of them.
0: I was the saying the FCS, FCS national JM, JM, championship has an even longer break than the FBS one,
1: and that's a week longer too than normal. So I, I guess it's people blame it on the calendar. I know when Monday is. I don't know. JMU <laughs> doesn't play for another week. We'll break it down next week. They got North Dakota, North Dakota State coming up. Uh, they're playing that game on ABC on Saturday in a week. And then, we, obviously, the LSU-Clemson showdown uh, will have be happening uh, the Monday after that. So we'll talk about that a full week ahead, and we'll have more breakdown on that next week. But right now, we know Florida and UVA are playing. We don't have much breakdown if anybody ever listened to our podcast before, you know which way we want that to go. So let's talk about Virginia Tech. They play Kentucky tomorrow. Hopefully you're listening to this before then. If not, you, you're you going to know what we say here was wrong. Uh, I think Virginia Tech can win this game. I know they have a mobile oh, yeah. quarterback, and the last time Virginia Tech played a game, it was against a mobile quarterback who lit us up. I think we can get this done against Kentucky because I don't I don't respect the other weapons that they have. They have an okay run game. I I don't have faith that their receiver is going to make some spectacular catches. And I don't think their defense is really going to impede us throughout the day. I think we're going to still be able to put up 30 points. And I think that gets it done.
0: I agree. I I don't think Kentucky's good. So I don't respect Kentucky. I don't respect their football team. I don't respect anything other than their basketball team at Kentucky. I think they're garbage. Uh, We need to win this game. Plain and simple. We need to win this game. This is not the bowl game we should be in. This is not the bowl game we should be in. And we need to win this game. You need to go out and send a message. uh,
1: No matter what happens, I know UVA went down to this bowl game last year, got a win against like South Carolina. And it was a big win for a program that like probably reached up for that bowl game. And they came out with a lot of momentum. And I think it carried. I I mean, they did carry their preseason ranking in the ACC. They were picked to win the Coastal and and they did it. So they used momentum from that. If we win this bowl game, I don't care in what fashion, if it's overtime or it's a blowout, we're not going to. I don't see us carrying that kind of momentum with this. But if we lose this bowl game, it could be really bad. So I, it's kind of a like a no-win situation here. We can either be just neutral and win this game, or if we lose it, it'd look terrible. But I'll be watching. I hope we win, obviously. Um, And I think we can. I think our defense can keep them contained. We're, I mean, there, there's not going to be another shutout. I don't expect that. But I do expect us to keep them down. And I think we can put up 30, and I think that gets it done. And I think we win comfortably.
0: I do, too. I just... Again, we'll see. Um, if Hendon Hooker stays healthy, I love our chances. Even if we have to play Quincy Patterson, I think we're still probably better. So, we'll see. Just don't put Dalton Keene at running back. Just do me that solid.
1: Have you seen all this nonsense with like the players talking trash at Charlotte Motor Speedway and people getting clutching their pearls because of it? Why do we care?
0: Yeah, all these people like, oh, I don't like talking trash in the bulk bowl. Why? Because you want our players to come out and not care about this game? I want to
1: want to win. Yeah, I want
0: want to win the game. I don't care.
1: No no one's fighting in the parking lot, so I'm okay. Like, that would be a bad look if we're throwing down. But if you're getting, like, talking trash, okay, I want my players to win. I want my players to think they're going to win. I want them to be confident. I want them to act like they want to win. If this is part of it, fine.
0: Well, and also the Kentucky quarterback in the media interview where he's I'm not talking about Virginia tech. And when the next question well, have you played a team that's, that you think is comparable to Virginia tech. And he's well, we're talking about a different league. When we're talking about the sec, nobody's comparable to the sec. Uh, Okay. Vanderbilt platinum, like spare me. You guys aren't any good. You guys aren't really the sec. When people say the sec, they're talking about LSU, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, Florida. They're not talking about Kentucky. They're not talking about Kentucky.
1: What's the line on this game?
0: Uh, I don't know, but I'm not a gambler, Leland.
1: Come on,
0: I respect the law. Put some money down on it. I respect the law. Um, you know me, legal, legal.
1: We're a two and a half point favorite. Man, only
0: two and a half points. That's weird because there's no one comparable to the SEC. Also, I do think the defense is going to want to play better given what their last performance was. Bud Foster's absolute last yeah, game. I,
1: yeah, I kind of said that initially that he would mm-hmm. make up for the last outing. So yeah, hopefully so. And uh, so if you're listening to this and the game's already happened, you know how right or wrong we were. If uh, we're right, then we're just satisfied. And if uh, we were wrong, then uh, we're pretty down right now. And we'll wait till next week to talk about that. And
0: <laughs> this team <laughs> lost to other Tennessee.
1: Will us. What'd you
0: say? This team lost to Tennessee. They suck. Don't they lose. Didn't
1: beat anybody that I care Do about.
0: Do not lose to Kentucky. If you lose yep. to Kentucky, just tell Justin Fuente goodbye.
1: All right, let's go to the other big sport uh, that is headed to the postseason. It's the NFL playoffs. Got set. Patriots will host the Titans. Awesome to see the Patriots lose to the Dolphins and oh, give up man. one of those top two spots. First time in a decade that the Patriots haven't been a top two seed of the AFC.
0: Man, red zone. Really got its money's worth okay. there on the last week because we got to flip between the Chiefs scoring to go up against the Chargers and then the Dolphins scoring to knock the Pats out of that three, uh, two spot to the three spot.
1: What was really cool, the announcer at the Chiefs game was just watching <laughs> I watched the Dolphins it. game and just calling it. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome.
0: I've been there. Oh, we've done
1: that with high school. Students. Yeah. You and I were doing that. State semifinal. Watching a live feed one time of other games. But like, that's cool at an NFL level. I, I, he said that he was breaking FCC rules. Those rules shouldn't exist. If that no. can happen and your viewer can know everything. Great.
0: Loved it. Um, yeah, it was cool to see the Patriots lose Texans bills is the other game. I mean, who cares? That one could go either way. And they um, put that
1: at the four thirty spot on ESPN. Cause that'll be the least rated game. <laughs> I mean, I I'm rooting for the bills there. I like, I, guess. I have no problem with the bills. I'm cheering for them to win as much as they can.
0: I guess. Uh, Yeah, you mentioned Ravens and Chiefs have the bye. Over on the NFC, though, this is a pretty wide-open playoff. I'd say everybody but the Vikings has a chance. Uh, I do not think the Vikings have a real chance to go to the Super Bowl just because I don't think Kirk Cousins is good enough. I watched him play that, uh, what was it, Monday night game against the Packers in Week 16, and he needs to go down the field to lead his team on a comeback, and every single pass is a check down at the line of scrimmage. He just, yeah. he has no desire. He is more worried about not turning it over than he is trying to win the game in a must win situation where even if you make a mistake, okay, at Opposite least you tried. Yeah, at least you tried. He is not that. And because of that, he will never win a Super Bowl. So, Vikings fans, congratulations. It's not like you sank your entire franchise into him or anything, but you're never going to win a Super Bowl yeah. with him. He-
1: He's like the opposite of Brett Favre. There, I don't. I don't know what the opposite of a gunslinger is. He's like a blanket folder. I don't. I don't know what is he. Like yeah. He's just. He
0: doesn't. doesn't game manager. And that's what he, he didn't is. Do it in Washington either. No, he's a game manager. Yeah. Eagles yeah. Seahawks could go if either happened. way. Um, God, I hope the Seahawks win.
1: I. That's just two teams I just don't like. I don't. I don't really don't like, like Pete, Carroll, Pete Carroll, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, 49ers, Packers. Wait, I, Packers just continue to be that team. I was a couple weeks ago, maybe maybe like six weeks ago, mm-hmm. I, I saw their record on a Monday Night Football game. I was like, they only have like one or two losses that time, and uh, I think they lost that night, so it was like their second loss. Mm-hmm. They're still sitting there, 13 and three. They're just quiet, sitting back. This is. I just wonder if this is one of those years they just come up. They did that when they won the Super Bowl the other year. They were like a six seed, but they were just quietly good and they just went and won the Super Bowl. I just wonder if that's what we're in for here in a wide-open NFC where you just said any of the five teams could win. What team, if out of all those teams playing this weekend, so not your Ravens, not the Chiefs, not the Niners, not the Packers, of the other eight teams that are playing, if you had to bet at all, if you had to bet your Robert Morris neighboring apartment on one of these games, which, which team are you picking? Which team are you picking to win it all out of these teams playing this weekend?
0: The New Orleans Saints. Yeah, me too. Darn it.
1: I just think I think that's who I kind of am rooting for now. I have no problem with the 49ers. Um, the well, Packers the Ravens, I won't I mean, have a big obviously. problem with. It. I'm just kind of rooting for the Saints now. I'm kind of rooting for Saints Chiefs just because that's what I want to see.
0: I mean, obviously you'd like to see Lamar Jackson do good and you know represent our local area well.
1: I would like to see the Saints and the Chiefs.
0: fair enough The Um, good contrary
1: point that i got from ron you know uh show celebrity ron is that he kind of is rooting for the ravens because he says these super bowl teams usually go away quick so just let them
0: win and then go away quick oh my gosh i thought he was gonna say it's because he just loves hearing how happy i am when my teams do good and that's what i was really hoping for was that Rob just really wanted the Ravens to win a Super Bowl because he wanted to hear happy Joe uh, on the Super Bowl. Recap. No.
1: I don't know how this podcast survives with a happy Joe. That's fair. <laughs> the other bit are the other stuff to talk about. We talked about your Ravens. And we'll talk about them a lot more. So just I'm going to let that pass. The Steelers are done. They deserve to be done. <laughs> you can't beat the Jets and you can't beat RG three. Then you deserve to not be playing in the playoffs. I don't destiny oh, i'm not in the playoffs sure that's my team but if you're not good enough you're not good enough and they proved they were not good enough and they proved they don't have the quarterback on that roster right now that's going to be the quarterback in three years from now
0: yeah uh i don't disagree i ducky hodges is not the answer uh um, i've said this a long time ago okay. yeah. early
1: in the season you're trying to talk me into being positive the Steelers. they're not good
0: yeah no they're not um it's a miracle they went eight and eight this is by far the best job Mike Tomlin's ever done coaching because before he had loads of talent and found ways not to win. Now he has no talent and he's found ways to win. Maybe the secret I is will... just to give him just an ounce more talent. But
1: if you get more talent and less attitude, I think that dude was juggling a lot in that locker room. And I think that's been proven since. Maybe. And I mean, Lamar Jackson being a, or uh, not Lamar Jackson, uh, Antonio Bell being Brown. a holdout and all that was a big problem. What last year? And then a B, I mean, we obviously, we all know what a B is now. So, I think that guy was doing his coaching in the locker room instead of coaching on the field. I think he was able to coach on the field this year and he optimized what they could do, but yeah, they weren't good.
0: I couldn't believe you guys lost to RG three
1: a- yeah, and Justin I- Tucker doing
0: that little dance. Oh my gosh. A little shimmy.
1: I can't believe it either, but it's, we don't deserve to, w- to win. We don't win. The skins are done. They fired their coach. They fire. Uh, obviously they fired the coach a while ago, but uh, Bruce Allen, they're, president of football operations. They Mm -hmm. fired him. Everybody's been calling for that for years. They're going to hire Rivera out of Carolina. I think it's a solid hire is my opinion Mm -hmm. from not being a Redskins fan. I think that's a solid coach. He's not. He's not as splashy as an urban Meyer would be, or I don't know. Who else are we talking about? Lincoln Riley. I, I don't know who who else are we saying that would be a splashy hire. I think this is a solid hire, and this is a guy you got to build behind. But you you just got to stay out of his way a little bit. You're going to have to give him pieces and let him work them. The big tweet going around today was, "Will you take the eight years that he put at Carolina if you're a Redskins fan?" Well, yeah, he took him to the playoffs like half the years, took him to a Super Bowl. Yes, you're going to take that if you're a Redskins fan because you're so far from any kind of consistency, you have to take that. So I like the hire. And I don't know who if I could come up with somebody else they should have hired. So I like it. And I think they should get the deal done before he wakes up and realizes he shouldn't go do anything with Dan Snyder.
0: I don't have a problem with Ron Rivera being named the coach, but does this not feel like the Redskins doing everything backwards again? Like, why don't you let the GM that you're going to hire, hire his coach? Because he's going to want his own guy. So if the GM wants someone different than Ron Rivera, you've already created a problem.
1: you needed to fire then – then you then you, you messed up when you didn't fire Bruce Allen a month ago. Well, so you could get yes. that guy in place and be ready to go. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean – At they, this
1: point, you got to get Rivera because of what I said before he wakes up and goes somewhere else.
0: Yeah. I, I just think it's – that's the one thing – that's the one knock I have on it is they're doing it backwards. But the Giants and the Browns Jaguars fired their head coach job too. job opens
1: up tomorrow, and all of a sudden Rivera's going there instead. Yeah. Like what? You get him hired now.
0: Whose job? Jaguars. Oh, I tell you what, if Ron Rivera wants to coach them, cool. Um, I mean,
1: a, a season ago, they were in the playoffs.
0: By accident. The Giants and the Browns. <laughs> they beat the Steelers. <laughs> yep. The Giants and the Browns uh, fired their head coaches. Uh, no real surprise there. Those were two bad teams. Uh, I think Cleveland only giving Freddie Kitchens one year may have surprised some people, but that team was loaded with talent, did nothing, and he just proved – week in week out that he was in over his head. He's not a head coach and that's fine. But he didn't look right from the beginning. No. And God bless whoever takes that job.
1: And didn't they hire him late in the process last year? I think that's why you got to get Rivera now. You can't wait till late in the process. You got to get it done. So, I think Cleveland needs to go get somebody right now instead of getting everybody's cuz who is eager to go to Cleveland? I know they have a little bit of talent around their roster right now. I think some of those guys were on one-year deals, so I don't know. I, you go to go get somebody decent right now to try to ride any kind of positive you have. The Giants have pieces, they're a good ownership group there. That's a team that, you know, roller coasters in and out of being, you know, Super Bowl champions. So I think Giants is a great job. Uh, you got the pressure of New York, but that's I mean none of these none no coaches is going to shy away from that. They all think they're the best at what they do. They're going to want to go there and and win the Super Bowl in in New York City. That's a big deal. And so um, that's a good job. Uh, Dallas, I think at this time, has fired Garrett. My note says they need to fire him, but I believe I heard the whole staff is gone. That's a job you also hope, you know, that they're going to go hire whoever they want. Anybody coaching football would like to coach to go coach at Dallas. It's America's team, reportedly. I know Jerry Jones can be meddlesome, but he still puts players in your locker room. And they seem to have a better player selecting process than they used to. So I think Dallas is a great job and they'll go get who they want. I wonder if they're going to get a Meyer. There's been a lot of rumors around that. I thought about Lincoln Riley there at Oklahoma because they've hired Oklahoma guys before. I think obviously the sports world is going to be kind of looking at Dallas until they hire a coach.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm seeing what you're saying. It is conflicting reports. There are people saying the whole staff is gone. There are people saying that that's they not the case be. yet. Yeah, so
1: I'll approach it that way.
0: Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Does it matter? Because if until Jerry Jones gives up power, they're not going to get anybody that's actually a good coach. So does it matter if it's Jason Garrett or a different puppet? I think if you get Urban Meyer, which seems legitimate. I don't think Urban and- Meyer is going to go there unless Urban Meyer has say in what the roster looks like.
1: I thought Jerry Jones' son was like keeping his dad calmed down a little bit. Like he was going to get, um he was going to get Baker the other year. Or somebody, somebody, oh no, they was going to get Johnny Manziel Manziel. Is what it was, and They talked yeah. him out of it.
0: Yeah, get, like, all- but I, 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 talking him out of a draft pick is one thing. Saying you need to give up control of this roster to another person that's not in the family is a different thing altogether.
1: I, I don't think they're so far away that I agree they can't get it done. I mean, I've I've just been worried. When they kind of got this nucleus of what they have going on right now, I mean, they underachieved like crazy this year. I, I, I don't like Dallas. They make me nervous because I don't like Dallas. I think they could be good. So I think if they get a decent enough coach, I, I do think they can win. I really do. And I don't like it.
0: Well, I mean, I don't care. I, I know you hate Dallas. I don't hate Dallas. I hate Jerry Jones. I think Jerry Jones is the problem there. Um, it's ironic that the Cowboys and the Redskins, both who hate each other, have very similar problems in terms of their owners controlling too much of what happens in those organizations. No, and one it,
1: of those owners, one has won like three Super Bowls.
0: Yeah. Fair. He won them with Jimmy Johnson, two of them, and then Jimmy's players, the third. So I'm
1: afraid if he gets a good coach in there, like a Jimmy Johnson
0: or, a, but he's going to need a good coach, like a Jimmy Johnson. Who's going to tell Jerry Jones when he so disagrees urban with Meyer? Jerry Jones
1: or yeah. decent damn football. But coach? is he
0: going to let urban Meyer do what Jimmy Johnson did when Jimmy Johnson said, shut up and I want this guy. And this is what we're going to do because that eventually cost Jimmy Johnson his job.
1: I guess it's well, urban Meyer don't stay anywhere long. So he can no, go there for fair. four years and try to make it true. Happen. Good point. Yeah. Um,
0: I, oh God, that would, that would be hard to root for the Cowboys thing. Cause I really don't like Urban
1: Moore. <sighs> it would be right on par for me. I can keep on doing what I'm doing. Um, overall, I want to say this now, cause I'll watch a lot of NFL the, for the next month because it's playoffs and it's just easy to, I watched less NFL this year than I, than I have since I started watching the NFL. And I believe that's 1992. I believe when I was eight was the last time I didn't watch much NFL. I, there's no real reason. I know. I guess I'm busy with the new house and kids and stuff like that. But like, I just didn't think the storylines this year just drew me in. Like, it, like, I'm tired of the Patriots.
0: Well, they weren't the very good. Steelers not
1: being good hurt it. I know that. I wa- I mean, if I watched any, it was when the, it was Steelers games. And I, I, mean, I just didn't watch many Sunday night football games. I didn't watch Monday night football games because it just wasn't drawing me in this year. I don't. I don't know why. I know ratings went down like two years ago, and people were blaming all sorts of things, I, I don't have a reason. I mean, there's not like a player I'm mad at or something else that was really drawing me away. I, I will maybe say the availability of Netflix and other quality shows just right at my fingertips might have played an impact, but I just watched less this year. Now, I'll watch all of these games coming up, You know, maybe miss part of one of these playoff games or something like that, but I'll watch a lot of it from here out. But I watched less than I've ever watched before.
0: It's tough for me to say if I watch less or more. I pro- I definitely watched less kickoff to, you know, clock expiring games, all the way through. But I probably watched more with the red zone because this is the first year I've had the red zone, and so red I wanted zone. to take advantage. I didn't
1: have of not any red zone. If I had red zone, I probably would have.
0: Yeah, been divorced
1: and, and I would have watched seventeen weeks of red. It zone.
0: changes how you watch <laughs> football because oh, I know it does. Look, the one o'clock games. If it was a huge, big Ravens game, I would watch the Ravens game but otherwise I was on the red zone and I'm like, well, I'll get the Ravens highlights when we, when we go there. Um, and, and it, it, it's it, fun years to watch. That I do
1: have the years that I have the red zone though. Often I, I, I just watch the whole Steelers games when they're in prime time, I, when it's
0: mm-hmm.
1: one o'clock or four o'clock, I watch red zone because it's awesome and you're going to, you're going to see what's good for your team, right? But you'll see everything else. Or too. bad. Yeah. Red zone is a great, 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 great thing. All right. Um, Moving on to NCAA basketball, Virginia Tech. They got some wins over Miami or Miami VMI and Maryland Eastern Shore. That was an absolute rocking UVA. They lost to South Carolina because they just it. can't score. And then they beat Navy. Uh, not by much. They don't beat anybody that by that much. But that sets up those two teams playing. Both of their next games is going to be on the fourth. I believe that's Saturday and they're playing each other the tech uva game saturday like two o'clock on the regional channel and uh i just hope my hokies can get the win against uva they're a top 10 team um they're still top 10 aren't they they're somewhere up there they're a solid basketball team and a win against them would be good it wouldn't be as good as the win against michigan state but it would still be a very good win on the schedule and i mean we can score and if we're shooting if we're shooting from 3 like we anything close to like we've been doing. I'm not saying the record setting nights, but if we're shooting rather well from 3, we're going to beat UVA. If we're not, then we're going to have to battle and have to play tough and see what we can get from there. But you don't see UVA running away from us, so and and the way we can score, I think we're going to be right in this ball game pretty much no matter what.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I've seen Virginia Tech get blown out before, so I mean, it can not by this
1: year's UVA team, I guess, is what I'm applying.
0: Yeah, I would. I would tend to agree based on what I have seen so far. I think you're right. I don't think UVA is going to blow us out if they win.
1: They win. But I don't think it's going to be by 20. Nope. So then Syracuse uh, after that, and it'll be about the time we record next week. And then UVL have BC on that same time. Uh, JMU, they're no good. I don't know who picked them fourth. Oh my God. I, I think we need to get involved in these media rankings for the CAA just to wake some people up. I don't know how they're get picked fourth. They're now 0-2 in the conference because they lost tonight against Northeastern. I, I, if they're losing to Northeastern Hofstra, who who they, they beating?
0: Nobody. Um, I have a tweet I want to share with you here because it is just perfect. Uh, on talking about this basketball team, <laughs> JMU missed ten free throws tonight. But uh, oh, now I'm going to have to look for it. Here it is: out of 350 Division One men's basketball teams listed by the NCAA's website, JMU ranks 331st in free throw shooting percentage. That's terrible. And that's
1: where no one is in front of you, and all you have to
0: do is just shoot the basket. JMU. I don't, should, yeah, they're a men's basketball team, 19-36 and 36 in league play, a.k.a. CAA play, under Coach Rowe. And this team is going to be the fourth best team. Oh, well, they've got seniors and upperclassmen. Yeah, okay, well, they're seniors right. and upperclassmen who all suck.
1: They got a Madison man coaching them, man. You got to respect it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so glad we hired somebody from this terrible, terrible basketball program to coach this terrible, terrible team.
1: This is going to sound bad, but is Lefty drizzle alive? Oh,
0: God, Let's dig him up. Who cares? Even if he's <laughs> I mean, not.
1: <laughs> Either way, bring him out of here.
0: Just don't <laughs> let this guy coach this team anymore. He is so bad. I, just... I say it. I say it every time we talk about him. Lewis Rowe, because JMU men's basketball is so dirty of a job, not even Mike Rowe would do it. I mean, I
1: just wonder why they don't go get Kenny. Like, see if Kenny's interested.
0: I don't think he is.
1: People love Kenny, and I think he'd do a good I job. I love Kenny. I think
0: he I would do as good as
1: anybody in that spot. Yeah, if
0: you're going to hire a Madison man, I guess Kenny Brooks is the one I want. But i take it, yeah. I mean, I don't just don't. How big a splash would that be with the new convo open up?
1: get rid of Roe and bring back Kenny to coach the men's team.
0: As good as Jeff Bourne is at hiring football coaches, he really whiffs on these basketball coaches and he whiffs hard.
1: I'll just jump into that point. I I don't know how hearing Signetti talk. doesn't do me any favors with that guy.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I heard him talk game at these
1: playoff games. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know, dude.
0: I tend to agree, but whatever we're winning. So (laughs) sure we've got to,
1: Playing in the national championship will take it. Yeah, we got we've already ma- sold our soul in other ways. Might as well just. Yep. <laughs> have Who <a> cares? Weird <laughs> dude. All
0: right. Yep. <laughs> Ethics don't matter. Just win games. All right. Whatever it takes.
1: All right. Let's get out of here. And we're just going straight to the D block.
0: Okay. We are back with the D block here. And Leland, let's close out 2019 strong here let's talk about what's uh what you know that i need to know
1: well we had a conversation on the way to the state game and it took me till this past week i basically a week off from the podcast helped me get the information i needed Mm -hmm. um you referenced we talked about new tv shows and i i said something about well like a lot of them come from stand-up comedians and you're like i mean jerry seinfeld but give me another one and I kind of was blown away in the moment with it because I was like, I mean, so many. And I, I mean, I, I mentioned some of these to you. I think Ray, every, Ray, uh, Ray Romano was one that I came to quickly because that was another great show that was on for like 10 seasons but you just ignore. Um, so I have more. So I'm just going to hit you with a list. You, you tell me if yeah. any of these don't count. Okay. Seinfeld, Bill Cosby, Roseanne, Louie, Ellen.
0: <laughs> doesn't count. Which Bill, one doesn't count? Louie.
1: Louis was a good show and the only reason it stopped was because of some bad behavior that came out in the public.
0: Also Bill Cosby. Did you ever watch much of it? Also Bill Cosby. Also Roseanne.
1: Bill Cosby didn't come off. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's comedians. In in 2019 being a comedian saying potentially harmful things even 20 years ago can be bad and Roseanne said them now so she's no longer on. Bill Cosby we're not going to get into. He was, that show was great in its time and and in, in its whole, sure. nothing bad to say about what the show did. Uh, Ellen's show was good. It actually lasted four or five years. I was surprised with that, um, but it was a solid show. Uh, broke some ground there. I'm um, not talking about her talk show. I'm talking about her sitcom show she had. Yeah, I'm um, familiar with Robin that. Williams was on Mork and Mindy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raymond's there. Bernie Mac had a good show. Tim yeah. Allen. Yep, I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, Paul Reiser, Martin Lawrence um you know martin martin lawrence one of the bad boys there um drew carey george lopez jim gaffigan's show was good and george lopez's that,
0: show was not
1: funny well, that show was terrible but it lasted a lot of seasons uh bob saget had a uh, had a show that might have been a little popular there jeff foxworthy other guys that were given chances george carlin great comedian given a chance on a show had a sitcom didn't work out john mulaney is a funny comedian show didn't work out Wendy Cummings, Wanda Sykes, Andy Richter. They tried like three with him. Craig Robinson. I know he's on The Office. You know him. So me saying that a lot of shows. He's not the star. They they had shows after that. No, no, no. They gave him his show after. That's what I'm referencing. He had his show that came on after. I didn't even
0: know he had a show.
1: See, It wasn't very good. But anyway, they give stand-up comedians chances with shows all the time. It's pretty standard operating. I will give you the fact that the 90s maybe a higher ratio with stand-up comedians, um, given their own opportunity. But don't tell me Jerry Seinfeld's the only guy, only stand-up comedian ever had a show. Like, that was just a, that was a crazy thing that you said, and I needed to spend time on a public I don't think I
0: said Seinfeld was the only one. You just said it like it's a very common thing for stand-up comedians to get shows, and they're successful. And I said, no.
1: It is very common for stand-up comedians to get...
0: The one you didn't put on this list, Dave Chappelle. I...
1: That's not a sitcom TV show.
0: Oh, okay. That's right. We're talking about sitcoms.
1: Yep. I mean, there. I can go on and on with Comedy Central comedians getting shows. I mean, there's, uh, oh, that's there's whole some whole real bad ones, ones there, but time. yeah. But I mean, some good ones too. Key and Peele and uh, Amy Schumer's show was funny on there. A lot of those only last a couple seasons because mm. they don't get locked into that very long. Like Dave Chappelle went crazy and left because they they don't want to get locked into that brand for that long. But anyway, don't just... I just needed to publicly say you were I just wrong. don't think we some of right these, the road, a lot of these people, wrong, okay, I
0: that's fine. It. Whatever. I, I, I'll i be honest. I haven't seen whatever. a lot of these when people I'm do wrong, stand I don't up. Talk about it. I hear you. I'm, I'm just saying, I haven't seen a lot of these people do stand up. So I can't talk about how good they are on stand up versus their sitcom. Um, Most of
1: the people in that first list I went through were very established stand up comedians.
0: Sure. Um,
1: I can't look at one that wasn't. Paul Reiser is probably the one you're least familiar with. Yeah, I, I
0: didn't see years. any Paul yeah. Reiser stand-up. I don't think yeah, I saw Martin Lawrence stand-up. Um,
1: oh, I mean, so much. No, he was good. No, he was good. They, they, you just haven't seen it then. That's yeah. fine. That's fine.
0: George Lopez, like, I don't uh, care to see his stand-up. The
1: stand deaf, up. Damn comedy guy. Like, he was big time on that.
0: Sure. Uh, I believe you. Um, I'm just saying, I, I, haven't, I don't want to watch George Lopez stand-up. Jim Gaffigan's yeah. TV show was, you said that's still on TV?
1: No, it didn't last long. His wife had like a brain cancer issue like that's yeah, why they okay
0: I getting, was gonna say yeah. i I didn't hear his TV show getting good reviews I it think. was three
1: says it was it was worth its time like okay. it wasn't it was no um you, okay you say this in a weird now like it was no Cosby show. I'm meaning that in the most positive way possible. <laughs> I'd hate to just to compare him to Cosby right now, but it was no like all-time show but it was fun it was worth its time and it lasted three seasons that was kind of my my two list if it lasted like three seasons you're on that side and i didn't put a lot on there i put the ones that i could have sat there and probably
0: sure i never saw ray romano stand up i did love everybody loves raymond i thought that was a great show bernie Mac was a great show uh home improvement i liked um the drew carey show didn't do it for me
1: I ended up watching a lot of it. It wasn't one of my favorites. I just remember, I think it was just in that lineup of ABC shows that we watched growing up.
0: So. And I didn't watch a lot of actual Jerry Seinfeld stand up. I watched the show Seinfeld and that show's funny. I like that show, but
1: you would have been like two when he was doing stand-up. Well, That's what
0: I'm saying. And I, it's not something that's readily available. So it's not something I've seen. So I can't, uh, that I think that's the other issue here, right? Like I'm, I'm basing it on 21st century comedians. Or late twentieth century comedians, and I'm like, mm.
1: I mean, they gave Andy Richter like three different shows. Oh, they tried yeah. Wanda Sykes in a bunch of shows. They okay. John Mulaney at least mm-hmm. one, and then they tried him on another show. Um, okay,
0: those are these are all crash and burns. Comedians. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to say what you're saying here. I think the ratio is less now.
0: Yeah, but you're still wrong. You're still wrong. Okay, whatever. <laughs>
1: He threw me off that morning. We're on the way to the state game. We're going on for like 45 minutes about football, 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 football. And then all of a sudden, somehow we got on that. And you're like, yeah, they, they don't give many shows to stand-up comedians. I was like, wait, what? what? Yeah, yeah, they do. And you're like, well, like, name one. And I'm like stuttering Seinfeld. And that's all I could get out of my head right then. I'm like, I probably would have given Zach Smiley a TV show at that moment. And my head was so locked in to the eight hours of football we were about to call. But yeah, which I bet Zach Smiley would probably dominate a comedic show right now, too.
0: Is he a stand-up comedian? Is he great?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I never talked to the kid.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm glad that that is your answer. Uh, What I know that you need to know is 2019, uh, sports, like everything else, so dark in 2019. uh, For the most part, it was just train wreck after train wreck. And uh, the Ravens have been an actual bright spot here, uh, which is good. Liverpool. Um, yeah. I had to go across the pond to get a winner because Virginia Tech football was a disaster. Uh, Virginia Tech basketball, we had Buzz Williams. Leave.
1: Yeah, hold up. Hold up. Virginia Tech football. I will hesitate to say it was a disaster because it looked like it could have been a heck of a lot worse than it ended up being.
0: Yeah, but now people are giving credit to this clown show of a coaching staff. Which by the way, I'm glad to Which see we we've replaced you Yeah, doing? we oh good. We replaced the ones that weren't the problem. That's good. Cornelson still has a job. You want to know what's wrong with this country? We're getting ready to go I'm into 2020. never have a good offensive coordinator. Cornelson is still the offensive coordinator. That's the number 1 problem in America. Um moving on, I I have to go across the pond to get a Champions League title with Liverpool uh and to for anything good in 2019 because the other teams were terrible. UVA wins the national championship in basketball. The Nats win the World Series in baseball. I mean, I, I got to be honest. I never thought I'd say this.
1: Patriots won.
0: I'm used to that. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm numb to that. I mean, I hated it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm numb to it. And I never thought I would say this, Leland. And don't, there is a part of me that, like, laughs that the Yankees haven't been to a World Series this decade. But if you're asking to me, five. if you're asking me, would I rather have the Yankees win the World Series this year or the Nats? I would have said the Yankees. I just didn't want the Nats to win one before the Orioles, and now that they have all those traders, they have something to celebrate. And I'm it's,
1: definitely not with you.
0: It's terrible. I'm,
1: I'm not there. I'm not with you.
0: I hate the Nationals. The Yankees
1: are the bottom team for me in baseball. Like it's, it's
0: they're it's close. The, doesn't get uh, I think I've it. learned. I used to say like I was just indifferent to the Nationals, but now that they've won a World Series, I realize I really do hate them.
1: That's that's fun. Did you see Strasburg was in Stewart's Draft today?
0: No, why was he in, in Stewart's Draft? Went to
1: the cheese shop in Stewart's Draft today. I don't know. I saw it on Facebook. You went true. to what? The cheese shop in Stewart's Draft. It's a place that everybody that is Lakes from here cheese. knows what I'm talking
0: about. Okay. Everybody
1: on the listening to this podcast knows what I'm talking about.
0: All right. Well, I'm glad that he hopefully enjoyed his cheese, and it was a great...
1: I think he got a donut at the new donut shop there.
0: Oh, well, I hope Stuart Straff had a great day with Steven Strasburg.
1: <laughs> I don't still think it was as dark as you're giving it credit to. Your team, that Liverpool win, you had a lot of podcast time talking about that.
0: That was so, fun, wasn't it? Oh, speaking of which... And you're raving for we'll the number one week. seed in NFL. We'll do the Champions League next week. we got some time. Um, but... Yeah, the Ravens have been really good this year, which is good. But the Orioles have just been bad in this offseason. Look, don't get me wrong. I know we're in full tank mode. but It's
1: just like basing your whole sports outlook on the Orioles. Like, maybe you're the problem.
0: No, it's that can't be it. It's Your definitely priority is the
1: Orioles. Your Ravens are the, the best team in football right now. Uh, it's, it's a bright
0: spot, I guess. I know, but, but I just, it's because I love baseball. It's because I love baseball more. And I just want the Orioles to win a World Series in my lifetime. And I don't think it's going to happen. I'm I starting mean, to thing- get to the point where I'm like, it's not going to happen for me.
1: The thing with the UVA basketball is we sold our soul the year before. Like, we sold our soul <laughs> for, like, the one thing. That for the UMBC. That's a C number on overall, and they lose in the first round. Like, we sold our soul. Like, and I, I accept that we well, that. And then we lost
0: to them in football because of that clown show of a coach we have.
1: Yeah, that was bad, too. That is, that is, that, it doesn't get much worse. I had not experienced such dark ages in 15 years, so. I just, I'm was,
0: tired of reading all these dumb tweets from fans about, like, how Brian Willis is such a great leader. If he's such a great leader, why can't he lead us into the end zone occasionally?
1: He's gone, man. I don't know. He's not going to play again. I don't he's know He's going to play want. in
0: this bowl game. Just, okay, then let's get past
1: this. Like you get, you're, you're starting to worry, man. You're still stuck on this guy that hadn't played in weeks.
0: It's like, because just, it's, it's not just Ryan Willis, right? It's going to be whatever goofball throws on a maroon and orange jersey that these people are going to blindly support. And if you actually have logic and sound arguments saying, hey, this guy's actually not very good, they're going to come at you with, well, if you want to root for winners, just go root for Clemson. Don't root for us. Uh, Great point. That's a great way to win an argument. If you want to go root for someone who's interested in winning, go root for someone else because that's not what we're here to do. We're here to blindly support everyone, no matter how terrible they are at their job. And if you don't like Justin Fuente, obviously you're not a true hokey. Um, but, well, but if you like Justin Fuente, I just want to point this out. You need a lobotomy because you're a clown. Don't get on social media. Your opinion actually doesn't matter. And I want you to have less opinions, not more. So how was that for completing last year's new year's resolution of being more positive?
1: Yeah, you weren't, you mm-hmm. didn't even take the positive things. You didn't even take the bait of anything positive. Your favorite soccer team winning. You're just blow past it.
0: Is <laughs> it sad that I'm more excited it about is it sad that I'm more excited about that than the Ravens winning the Super Bowl, potentially?
1: I mean, I get it. The Ravens are pretty unbearable.
0: Liverpool is actually oh, that's good news. So they're actually in a really, really great place to win their first Premier League title let's since they've called it the Premier week. League. It's let's
1: give the people a break.
0: 30 years. I mean, oh my gosh. Manchester City lost hat. Merry Christmas. Oh, what a great boxing day by going out there pounding second place Lester 4 0. That was awesome. Oh my gosh.
1: What's dominating your life, Joe?
0: Other than Liverpool?
1: Just, I'm just leaving that behind me.
0: What's dominating your life? Uh, I watched Screwball. That's a pretty good documentary.
1: I don't know that one.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's on Netflix. Uh it's made by the same person who did he's based out of Miami. Uh, He did the U uh, 30 for 30s, uh, Billy Corbin. But it surrounds the Biogenesis, Anthony Bosch, steroid scandal. Um, Really interesting stuff there. Uh, No one is – you learn that no one in that whole thing is a hero. Uh, Obviously, not the people involved in the steroid peddling, but also Major League Baseball, yikers. Um, Rob Manfred doesn't look very good in that either which is fine because I was going to say I am that's a new thing for me in 2020 I am on the anti Rob Manfred bandwagon uh I don't like that guy so <sighs> but yeah hopefully 2020 is a more positive sports year maybe the Orioles will be better and Liverpool will win the Premier League that would be cool and maybe the Ravens win a Super Bowl maybe the Caps win another Stanley Cup that would be kind of cool
1: Well, I hope you can be happy at some point with any of that happening. Uh, Then so you can just ignore it next year when we talk about how the year's been. You can just say it's been the darkest year in sports again.
0: What if Adley Rushman gets called up at some point next year? I mean, that would be exciting.
1: That uh, would be rushing things.
0: Is that a pun? Maybe, depending (laughs) on how you were spelling it. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for Adley Rushman. I don't look. I don't want to, as you, you know, pun intended don't want to rush him but oh god everything i hear about this kid he just sounds yeah. so amazing
1: i hope for your sake here in three years he's up and he's ready to go and john means that'd be great.
0: john means just don't trade john means i god i have never ever seen this team develop a pitcher so please don't trade this one
1: i yeah yeah, I hopefully I hope I hope the Orioles can at least get decent. I don't like the rest of that division much. You being happy about baseball won't bother me at all. Uh, it'll have you talk about soccer less. And you, I mean, you still talk about the Orioles a bunch already. I'd rather than be good if you're going to talk about them this much. So, yeah, I
0: know. Me too. You got any New Year's resolutions other than trying to be more positive. Um... Yeah, you know, I think not... mine's in the same area as yours, actually.
1: Keep going, but I, I think we're going to come back. Full circle.
0: Okay, well, actually, you say yours, and I'll tell you if it's because I I, don't I think know. that's like
1: my pet peeve on, on Twitter anymore is these people just moaning about stuff. Then don't watch it is like my response so often on Twitter now. It's like, well, this is terrible. Well, then don't watch it. I think I said it on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Michael Vick is one of the yeah. captains for the – well, then don't watch the Pro Bowl. Like if you don't like it, don't watch it. And it's just like – why waste your time commenting on Facebook? I mean, you get this on Facebook where it's like, what's your favorite, you know, I, I, I don't know. There was a great example the other day. We we're talking at Christmas dinner about it and people were just like, you know, like, what's your favorite NFL team? Well, I don't watch the NFL. Well, then why are you commenting on it? Then why are you talking about this? Like, What's your favorite Christmas food? Well, I don't eat a big family Christmas dinner. Then don't talk about it. Like, don't. And. I don't know it's that and media coverage that's like just attacks topics from the negative side and i've posted on local media my issues with that at points and where it's like you know tell us how terrible your bus driver is like well why don't you ask people how about you tell us you're about your good bus driver tell us about they ask about how bad your commute in is into Wilson complex. Well, there's one road in there, so it's not great, is it? So just like, why attack these things from a negative side? So I just think that's my, not to play into this hate culture that exists on social media, maybe not be the dude that calls it all out. I don't know if I want to be that guy either, but like, just make sure I'm not playing into that with the small part. I play in media or fake news or whatever we are. I just to not attack things from the negative side, Uh, I can let you do it Um, and just, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, have make sure people are being more positive. Because I think I think all this negativity that surrounds everything we see and cover and it just doesn't matter what happens. We're going to have something negative to say about it. I I just think it's it is affecting how everybody's approaching all the news stories that come at them. And um, whether you agree or disagree with, with what's happening, if you're attacking it from a negative side, you're swaying that story you're spinning it. So I I just I'm tired of it. And so I'm going to I'm going to do my part and uh, make sure I'm not passing off that bad habit to the little pe- people that my little roommates.
0: Yeah, um, kind of like you did when I just made a honest, wholesome family tweet about how much I love the Muppet Christmas Carol and you turned it into <laughs> me hating Charles Dickens.
1: Yeah. Why are you going to like
0: I didn't hate Charles Dickens. Stuff? All I said was I thought the Muppets told the story better. Jim Henson told it better. I didn't say Charles Dickens it's, did a bad no job story. telling it. There's it was no celebrating Jim, Jim Henson Henson Henson's it. it was celebrating Jim Henson's telling. It wasn't saying Charles Dickens did a bad job. At no point did I say Charles Dickens did a horrible job telling Christmas Carol. I just said Jim Henson told the story better. There I said it. I
1: just There is a little bit of apples and oranges there because Charles Dickens created the story and wrote a book. Well, who
0: cares? Then, Rutgers created now, football and said, everyone else is better at it
1: take any of the directors or producers or people surrounding making any of the films of charles dickens christmas story i wouldn't even have hesitated with anything but i'm just like it doesn't exist if charles dickens doesn't do it first i'm gonna give credit to steve cash for coming in and saying the point that he made of just because they made it doesn't mean someone can't do it better and i think there's been many musical ways that you can make arguments uh whitney houston saying a dolly parton song that was really good and it's I don't want to get into a war, but I think I don't think you're going to argue with me, but I think people on Twitter, that's why I didn't tweet it. uh, I think Whitney's saying it better. So there you go. There's a great example of one time where someone that created something, someone else came back and did it better. So I backed off. Um, but then also at the same time, I was like, why are you hating on Charles Dickens? So I wasn't hating on you. Charles when Dickens. You do it, I'm going to attack you. How's that?
0: Well, but that's the thing. I wasn't hating on Charles Dickens. You turned it into me hating on Charles Dickens. I brought Charles Dickens up because it is his story. And so he's the original. Why would I look at office? Bill Murray or whoever directed Scrooge and be like, Jim Henson told it better than whoever directed Scrooge? Like, of course he did if he did it better than charles <laughs> dickens he did it better than him a so
1: bar though, isn't it?
0: well that's what i'm saying i i i actually like charles dickens version of a christmas carol as well i'm just saying jim henson told it better because jim henson had muppets well um,
1: after you after i turned things on you you turned it into me hitting the muppets and i know that's a you know you'll cut ties with me on a on a moment if i actually was talking crap on the muppets i know that's you know, the ultimate deal breaker. We for almost, kind of yeah. Human I mean, this, relationship we almost ended have. 2019
0: by ending the podcast. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't hate the Muppets. I think Muppet Christmas Carol is just fine. I missed it this year. I, uh, every we time didn't want to play it. My Disney plus was acting up. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I actually, there's, there is truth to that. Um, but I watched Mickey's Christmas Carol and that's a good 20 minutes. And, and, uh, that, that maintains my kid's attention solidly. So, uh, I watched that one plenty of times, but I I don't argue that the Muppet one's great. I just want to stay friends with you or acquaintances or radio podcast co-hosts or
0: whatever. Co-hosts, co-workers. Yeah, uh, look, that's fine. Um, But yeah, I mean, uh, your point about someone telling it first or writing it, creating it. Rutgers created college football and and everyone else is doing (laughs) it better. So, I mean, uh,
1: there you go. That's the ultimate point. If you would have hit me with that before Steve hit me with the other one. You, I I would have backed off immediately then. Because, yes, Rutgers is the birthplace of college football. And, <laughs> and now they can't win a game. Better than so, <laughs>
0: yeah, literally everyone is better than them at it now. So, yeah, uh, it's whatever. Even
1: that team from this, the same state as us that uh, is currently playing Florida and losing. Yeah, even they have done it better than Rutgers.
0: No doubt. We also just lost a recruit to Rutgers, so awesome. But go it's ahead and... Uh, Go ahead and wrap us up for the final time in 2019.
1: All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. All of 2019. We all know all of you have been subscribers this whole time. But if for some reason that's inaccurate, make sure you follow us and subscribe. Subscribing on Podbean or Apple or Google or Spotify or following us on Twitter or Facebook. And those are at yak sports Pod. is to find us on those. Or just email us, yaksportspod at gmail.com. Always like the interaction. I like the in-person telling me how brutal Joe is, how we were really riding people. Um, talk about the rant straight to me. But also doing it on social media can bring other people in to doing it too. So always encourage that. And make sure you tell your friends what we're doing here covering these Augusta County sports. And uh, we will be back next week talking more basketball, hopefully some more wrestling updates, and then we'll be talking some college football championships because those aren't for another week and a half.
0: Yep. And if you do, you know, if you if you think I was too hard on the clock operators or I don't remember who we went after on the podcast that somebody commented. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not going to attack you. You're a loyal listener. So just share your opinions.
1: I agree. So for the last time of 2019, it's been the Xbox.